This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran. Uh, my guest today is Sarah Che, who is the author of the new book, Seven Years on the Frontline, True Stories and Tough Lessons About a Small Business That You Won't Learn in a Classroom. And Sarah is also the uh, co-founder and CEO of TSE Worldwide Press. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Good afternoon. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. Um, you know, I've, I've reviewed your book and it's absolutely amazing. It is just riveting. Um, you know, you take us on this journey where, you know, at every turn, we're sitting there wondering, oh my gosh, what's going to happen now? Uh, and rarely do you find that kind of uh, gripping suspense in a business book. Uh, I mean, you you would find that perhaps in, in drama or in a thriller or something like that. But in your book, uh, not only are there great lessons, but there's some really sort of heart-stopping uh, twists and turns uh, as, as things go on. So this is really fabulous. But let's, let's talk very quickly about what prompted you to write the book? Um, I, you know, a lot of business people, when they when they write a book, it's usually, you know, fairly dry. Here's all the things you should do, you know, make a plan, do this, do that, and so on. But you take us through this narrative, which is really nice. So how do you, how did you decide to write the book? Um, at the request of my family, especially my mom, and all the friends who walked me through the seven years. Okay. And... So Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, they all said, oh, you're a publisher. You print and publish a lot of books for others. You should um, publish a book about what happened these past seven years so that you can help others. 
Yeah, and uh, that's that's really a, a good point because you do, uh, in following your story, you really do, uh, you know, teach a bunch of different lessons. So now, how did you, uh, let's start with, when did you move to the U.S. from Hong Kong? And I, I understand you grew up in Hong Kong, correct? Yes, correct. Um, if- I came here for college when I was uh, 18 years old, which was in uh, 1989. Okay, um, that's that's wonderful because I uh, I lived in Hong Kong myself for um, for a couple of years. Oh wow! Um, yeah, um, and I loved Hong Kong, so um, it was absolutely fabulous. This is in uh, before 1987. Uh, mm. This was I was in Hong Kong 86 and 87. Uh, that's before the handover to the to the British. So it was really uh, a very very exciting time to be in Hong Kong. Um, so, so you came to the U.S. Um, for college, and how did you start in business? What what was the motivation to start in business? Tell us a little bit about that story. Um, before I co-founded TSE Worldwide Press in two thousand four, I actually have a partnership uh, from 2002, 2002 to two thousand four with one of my former. Uh, uh, employers. So that lasted for two years. And before I co-founded uh, TSE with my father, with my late father. But before that, um, I was always an apprentice in the graphic arts and printing industry. And I didn't really think about starting my own business because I always enjoy the creative design aspect of um publications. And in 2002, that's when an opportunity came for me to start a partnership with my um, former, one of my former bosses uh, to start the company that lasted for two years. And then before we, I co-founded TSE. Okay. And um, so you've, you've talked about a lot of your challenges as you, as you went through um your business and all of the challenges that you faced. So what would you say was um, one of the main uh, main issues for all of the challenges that you faced early on with, with the lawsuits and so on and so forth? What would you say was the main thing? Um, I would say not going with my gut and just being too vulnerable. You know, like in my first legal case, I issue a a very large loan financing to my former client, but with with no legal paperwork to protect myself. Um, so that that was the beginning of my seven years of trouble. You know, you know, before they wanted me to give them that loan, my gut feeling was telling me, you know, have paper, legal paperwork, <laughs> but I never got it done. Yeah. And then when they defaulted the 1.35 million, you know, then I learned my first lesson. Yeah. And that's a, that's a really good point. And the way you cover it in each of your, each of the chapters, <coughs> you talk about uh, lessons that you've learned. So, um, so for example, in, in your uh, chapter on, you know, chapter four to the, to the bottom and back, you talk about four lessons uh, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil, getting it in writing, don't ignore your gut feelings, exactly as you said, 
and don't be afraid to fight for justice. Um, now, did you feel at any time as you were going through this whole process that um, you were you were being treated differently? Um, you know, for 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 being a woman, did you feel like you were being taken advantage of, uh, or did you feel like this could have happened to anyone and it just happened to be you? Um, how do you feel about that? I would say um, I experienced that I was treated differently when I was told by a retired judge who was supposed to help us to mediate a case. Uh, before the case went to trial. And he literally said that I am a foreigner. I better drop the case because I'm going to lose. Huh. Because the jury going to look at me, my nationality, my color as a woman, um, as a minority, they're going to make up their mind. So he was pressuring me to drop the case. Um, that happened um, in February 2013. Uh, a few months before we have to uh, proceed with the trial. So in the in the actual event, um, did you feel like the you were treated differently because you were a minority and because you were a woman? Or did you feel like justice was done and you were treated fairly? Um, oh, because I was a minority. Because he, he did say, I, I, I don't belong to here. I'm a foreigner. But I, I'm a U.S. citizen. He just right. looked at me and made the, the retired judge made that comment to pressure me to drop the case. Sure. But in the event, when, an actual, when the case actually came to court and when you, when you presented yourself in court, did you feel like you were treated fairly? Or did you feel like the judge was right in, in telling you what he did? Oh, um, that case actually never went to trial. It got resolved um, through settlement. Okay. Um, and so in looking back, do you feel that was a good thing or would you have rather had your day in court? That was a good thing because um, I was spending a lot of money on legal fee. And also sure. it was um, the situation really put my family through a lot of stress and agony. Sure. Sure, absolutely. I can understand that. It's it's got to be really, really hard. Um, but you know, I think the the best part of it is that you came through all of that, and uh, you you were able to prevail. And one story I particularly like is, um, you know, you you tell a lot of stories through the through the book, but the one story that really stuck with me was where you had uh, the seventy two thousand dollars owing. And um, it was decided against you, and you you could appeal, but in order to appeal, you had to uh, post a bond. So, for for our listeners, um, when we come back, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, I would love to I'd love for you to relate that story because that really is at the heart of the book. Um, it shows your courage and how you proceeded. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Sarah Chi. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Sarah, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. No problem. Thank you. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. 
Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Sarah Che, who is the author of the new book, Seven Years on the Frontline, True Stories and Tough Lessons About a Small Business That You Won't Learn in a Classroom. And Sarah is also the co-founder and CEO of TSE Worldwide Press. So, uh, Sarah, as we were talking before the break, there's this great story in the book about this judgment that was awarded against you, uh, and it, it was the amount was $72,000, and uh, you felt you needed to appeal, but in order to appeal, you would have to post a bond, and you really didn't have the money, so you were, you were stuck. So walk us through that story, because I think that sums up your, your whole um, stance and how you've come through this whole difficult experience. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, it it began with a twenty nine hundred dollar trucking fee uh, dispute. Uh, the trucking company in California uh, overcharged and they delayed the delivery of my yearbooks to the point that uh, majority of school the student did not get the yearbook before graduation. So I contacted my company legal counsel, you know, about the situation and he suggested me not to pay the bill, uh, but to uh, pursue with uh, litigation. So we went ahead, it took a couple years before we were able to have a trial uh, hearing. So at the trial, the, the judge ruled in favor of the other, uh, the opposing party, but only a judgment of 2,900, the tracking fee which I was going to uh, pay, but my attorney told me not to pay. So that was a mistake. <laughs> and then um, after the trial, the opposing party attorney filed a motion claiming that he spent $134,000 on legal fee to collect the $2,900 unpaid trucking fee. So six months, there was a motion, uh, hearing for that motion. The judge did not grant $134,000, um, but the judge did grant him uh, $72,000. That means I have to pay the opposing party $72,000 legal fee that he claimed. Um, so it was a half an amount um, that he claimed that he used to collect 
the, the trucking bill. So it was like around Thanksgiving, my company attorney suggested me to file bankruptcy to close the company. So I knew that it was something that I didn't want to do. You know, it, it, it's my life, you know, doing what I do. So I began to do some legal research on my own um, and also start interviewing different law firms that specialize in appeal case. And then it turned out that because the judgment is on attorney fee, I was not required to post a bond. So which is a good thing. And then um, secondly, uh, I interviewed about 10 law firm and the average legal fee is about $50,000 to $70,000. And I found one very small boutique firm. Uh, there are only two attorneys. Uh, he charged a flat rate of $7,000. That's it. So I interviewed him, we met, and I decided to proceed with him. My gut feeling told me, you know, it was the right thing to do because he was the only attorney that have confidence about pursuing my case uh, with a favorable outcome. And also he was very passionate about, about the injustice that was served in my situation. So um, when the day of the appeal court hearing came, uh, my attorney, appeal court attorney presented the oral argument. Um, and then a few days later, uh, we received the decision from court that, that I didn't have to pay the $72,000. Wow. Plus he granted me some extra court fee and also uh, other, um, a small portion attorney fees that incur um, during the time when I have to do the appeal. Yeah, that's amazing. And so, um, how how does how was that feeling of of uh, relief? Uh, that must have been, you know, especially coming back from a situation where you felt like you needed to pay seventy two thousand dollars and not having that money, not having the money to post uh, the bond, and then eventually getting. How long did it take from the point where you felt like uh, you needed to pay that seventy-two thousand to the time you went through and did the research, and finally you were able to get the judgment in your favor. How long was that process? It took one year. Wow! And through that <laughs> one year, it yeah. must have been incredibly stressful having that thing hanging over your head. Yes. Oh my gosh! So um, the other the other interesting thing is, um, you know, later on in the book, you also talk about your health challenges. Um, and you know, having business challenges is certainly one thing. Uh, it's stressful, but then on top of that, being uh, hit with a health challenge uh, is is really uh, quite quite significant as well. Um, and the lessons uh, from that chapter you you talk about is listen to a great physician. Health is a priority. Poor health is costly. Your health is your responsibility, not your doctor's. And pay regular attention to your physical health and pay regular attention to your mental health. Those are all great lessons. Um, but talk to us about this, the, the health challenge. I mean, in spite of, I mean, in the middle of all of this uh, stress that you were going through with the business, um, there was also the health challenge. How did you, how did you balance the two together? How did you, 
managed to survive. That's that had to have been incredibly, incredibly stressful and uh, very frightening, frankly. Oh yeah, correct. Um, I was misdiagnosed to have um, for like cancer uh, around 2017. So, which is kind of like the the end, the sixth year of my seven years uh, adversity. So I think it had to do with not having a good balance between my business life and my personal life. So that was the consequence I have to uh, to face, not taking care of my life because of all the stress with the uh, legal cases. So I went through um, five months of treatment as if I was a cancer patient because uh, one of the, the top surgeon from one of the very reputable hospital in Los Angeles. He was so confident I have cancer. But again, going back to my gut feeling, I knew I I didn't have cancer. And also my primary doctor also was confident because of symptoms. Um, but I did go through three very painful incision surgeries. Um, by the time when it was not healed, you know, by the fifth month, it was still not healed they recommended the fourth surgery. So that's when I made a decision for myself, I'm not gonna go through that again. So I ended up uh, just taking supplement, two pills, and I was healed overnight. Amazing. And um, so did you did you feel like um, the, the, the doctors who misdiagnosed you um, and told you that you had cancer when you, when in fact you did not, uh, did you feel any any sense of um, either regret for going with that doctor, or did you feel anger at the doctor for having, you know, taken so much of your life? Uh, because during the time that you were sick and you felt like, you know, I'm, I'm sure you felt like you were losing time and you were you were not there 100. percent So, how did you feel about that? Uh, first of all, I wasn't angry, I just felt very helpless. And I did see that my surgeons and also my doctors, they genuinely cared about my situation. They saw me so many times, they gave me a lot of tests, but they still could not find, find the reason why I have this huge big numb that they thought it was a can cancerous tumor. Um, they spent a lot of time you know, on me. And I was actually very grateful. I was more like uh, feeling very helpless because nobody, even the top, top surgeon was not able to figure out what was going on inside my body. Yeah, and that is, uh, so how did how did that resolve? And you, you took some supplements and essentially that, that solved the problem? Yeah, so what happened was um, one day I just, um, after I turned down the fourth surgery recommended by my surgeon, um, again, my gut feeling told me, go back to your family doctor. And the one who referred me to that uh, cancer hospital. And then when she saw me, <laughs> um, you know, five months later, she was shocked. You know, my, the area that was initially diagnosed, misdiagnosed for cancer, it was badly infected hmm. and she was horrified. She felt so bad. Uh, I remember the first day that I went back to see her, she spent more than one hour just to clean up, um, you know, my infected area. 
because there's like blood seep coming, coming uh, seeping out through the incisions. It was very bad. So that was the day that she prescribed me uh, one bottle of uh, Kerman uh, supplement, a very high dose, dosage. So I took that, I remember it was on a Friday. I took two pills in the evening. And then on Saturday morning, you know, the, the, the tumor literally disappeared from my body the next morning. Wow. <clears throat> that, is, that is incredible. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Sarah Che. Stick around. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Sarah Che, who is the author of the new book, Seven Years on the Front Line, True Stories and Tough Lessons About a Small Business That You Wouldn't Learn in a Classroom. Um, so Sarah, you know, before the break, we were talking about not only your business struggles, but also your health challenges and how you overcame them. Um, but overall, I think the lasting impression that I got from reading your book is that despite all of this, you, you, you survived, you thrived, and you're doing great. So it's a very hopeful message. So if, if people have to take one message away from the book, if, if they read this book and say, okay, the message I get is this, what would that message be? Um, there is always a solution in every adversity. And there is also a reason for every situation uh, that we have to go through, especially those uh, difficult life situations. 
So focus on the positive, positive aspect when you are in the midst of some very difficult life's journey. Sure. And do you feel like um, when you say there's always a reason, do you feel like um, these misfortunes or these difficult situations come to us to teach us something? What's the grand plan? Is Do, do we, uh, I know this is a little metaphysical, but um, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thought because when somebody goes through as many challenges in life as you've gone through and you come out of it on the other side mm-hmm. um, and you remain hopeful, then the question that comes up is, are these things put into our lives to teach us something? Are we meant to learn something or is it just random? Is it just something that happens? And as long as you get through it, everything is good but there was no grand plan behind it. What, what do you feel? Um, I definitely feel that there's a reason uh, why I went through the seven years of adversity. And looking back, you know, if I'm gonna summarize um, what I went through, uh, what I'm doing right now, especially, you know, writing the book is not to uh, waste my pain because through the seven years, I did learn a lot of amazing lessons as a result of that, that helped me to make better decision in my professional life and also my uh, personal life. Yeah, that's wonderful. And um, now, is the is the book available wherever books are sold? Uh, is it available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and so on? Yes, it is available on Amazon.com and also on my website, um, Sarah with a Y. TSE.com, uh, where you're going to be able to get uh, free shipping. Oh, wonderful. And so the website is sarahytse.com. Um, and of course, you can get it on Amazon as well. But when, when people go to your website, they get free shipping. That's wonderful. Correct. Yes. Great. And uh, so the book is available wherever books are sold and on Amazon and on Sarah's site. Um, this has been an absolute pleasure, Sarah. Thank you so much. One last question. Um, you know, there are lots of our listeners who uh, might be interested in engaging with you. Um, what's the best way, you know, for someone that may be going through a difficult time themselves, they might find that your story is very inspirational. Um, so if somebody were to want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, yeah, definitely. They can contact me through uh, social media on my Facebook. Um, my uh, username is Sarah, same as the website, Sarah YTSE. And on my website, they also have uh, an email address. They can send me an email uh, or just connect with me through Facebook or Instagram. Wonderful. Sarah, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Same here. Thank you so much.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.